Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. At the time of recording this, it is now 3.02 a.m. Uh, this is Nocturnal Zone. I am your host, Simon B. Ziff. Um, my co-host, Brianna, will be on here shortly. Uh, today's episode is about a bunch of things including misconceptions and misinformation in the age of the coronavirus and people who are causing trouble when trouble should not be caused during this time um, and other things too. So stay tuned and watch the whole thing through so you'll get the whole story. So here we go. In our most recent news... There have been, in in our most recent news, this is coming from thejewishjournal.com, activists are pushing the idea that Israel is behind the coronavirus pandemic. This is yet another one of the crazy assumptions that people are having. According to Jewish Journal, while much of the world languishes in corona quarantine, anti-Israel forces around the globe scheme to exploit the virus to attack the world's only Jewish state. From official Palestinian media to American Islamic, Islamist activists and their enablers on the radical left, liberal propagandists have come together to exploit the pandemic panic. Accor- um, also, according to Jewish Journal, those allied of BDS movement against Israel are using COVID-19 as a rhetorical cudgel to delegitimize the Middle East's only thriving democracy. After spending years bashing the Jewish national home and hoping to force Jews who live there to subsist as a defenseless minority, BDS proponents have predictably turned their attention to the coronavirus, seeking to manufacture links between the pandemic and Israel. But the question here, have they found any links between the coronavirus and Israel? Linda Sarsour former co-chair of the Women's March and surrogate for Bernie Sanders is now ended presidential campaign, served as the keynote speaker for Zoom meeting hosted by Jewish Voice for Peace, a group that, despite its name, is widely documented as anti-Jewish and anti-Israel in her remarks. Uh, Linda Sarsour reported, or purported, portended Gaza's COVID-19 wrought demise, calling the virus a potential entire death sentence for over 2 million million people. We certainly are getting close to 2 million people dying, but um, so far we haven't met that yet. Uh, According to her, that that blood will be on the hands of the American people and Israel of those people who died. So, According to her, we, um, the blood of the innocent people who are dying will be on the United States. Uh, another person named Ben Norton said, uh, added that every Palestinian death caused by COVID-19 is blood in Israel's hands. This seems like a very anti-Israel stance and... I don't recommend anyone take the stance that he has. Uh, this uh, Norton uh, 
made a big mistake by not acknowledging Israel's considerable efforts in transferring medical supplies to Gaza. Why would Israel send medical medical supplies to their enemy if they hadn't if they're the ones who caused it? That you know that that adds a flaw into the logic of people who are saying Israel caused it. more about that when we when Brianna joins us on this podcast Queen, Queen legend Brian May is also now in the hospital, in his own words, due to him ripping his buttocks apart. In other coronavirus news, Roy Horn of the duo Six of the Las Vegas duo Siegfried and Roy has died from coronavirus. Um, rest in peace, Roy. You will be missed.
your evening express to Dark Town, where all dreams come alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we are about to be on. Okay, let's give it uh, 10 seconds before we start so I can cut it like that. Good evening, everybody. It is now 1.24. Our podcast is officially, officially started. And now, by the time you read this, it will most likely be midday. Is that's when this will be posted. Um, first, I'd like to uh, start by point by um, giving our condolences to everyone whose family member has died from this disease. Um, it is affecting a lot of people, and you know, millions of people. And I think you know, everyone here, everyone is struggling now. Everybody is having a hard time because. You know, this is not just a virus. This is something that's really killing people. And it's important for us to to be together, not a part of this planet. You know, all I have to say is those people who lost their family member or friends, um, I just want to say my condolences to all of you during the virus right now. Although, you know, you guys tried to stay safe, but, you know, you guys are very used to going out a lot. But, you know, it's hard for you guys to maintain indoors as quarantine and everything. Because of, you know, the fact that the virus is here, there's no vaccine for it. But anyways, you know, my condolences to those of you who lost family and friends. Yeah, to those who lost family and friends, it's, you know, we're at this point where where this is something that we simply cannot control as of yet. You know, lives are being lost because it's being mishandled. Oh, I'm just checking for something. I'm just looking for something real quick, Brianna. I'll be on and I'll be back in a second. Mm-hmm. Today's first topic is about, today's first topic is about what we can expect moving forward. Um, Israel has developed a vaccine, so we, that we should be hearing more about that shortly. And Donald Trump, or Mr. D, is still up there causing all means of trouble. You know, I can't, 
you can't expect much better from someone who has the brain capacity of a freaking baboon. For real. You know, how someone like him, again, we are not, you know, supporting or condemning someone. We are simply stating an opinion. So, the thing about him is that Donald Trump, we've seen this today still, is handling this virus like a little kid playing with firecracker. The hand's going to explode sooner or later. Oh, yeah. You know, and when that hand, when that hand explodes, guess who's going to be struggling for it? Us. Yep. The private citizen is going to be struggling because of it. I know I can speak for everybody when I say we all want this disease to go away. Right. We have been told we have a window of about 18 months before this virus leaves. But we're all, we also know that we are in a situation where you know where we are walking blindfolded trying to figure out which way is up with this thing and with further news little Richie has now passed away and oh I think yeah little Richie he has now passed away um, the cause of death isn't isn't you know clear but isn't isn't told. However, I think we can all assume safely that the cause of death is likely coronavirus. Yeah, has, because you know, um, it has taken little many. Richie is, you know, little little Richie is actually the co-founder of rock and roll. He is. He's one of. He's one of the godfathers of of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And we lost him now. So my question is, how long do we need to, how many more people do we need to lose before we figure out that we need to be helping other people instead of hindering other people? Mm-hmm. What, what about, what about, um, what about the guy who, that black guy who was shot in Georgia? What about him? Let's talk about him for a second. Let's talk about how these, how the police officers that are supposed to be helping us are hindering us. You know, we are not a good species if we are killing other people, especially during the time during coronavirus. The guy was taking a jog, 
Amud was taking a jog, a jog, you know, in Georgia, taking a jog to white trash people right up on him and kill him by shooting him to death. Right. That's fucked up. And that's, you know, you know, I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to hearing on the news that police, that police officers are the, are the one doing, are the ones doing it. You know, and you know, that's, that's shocking, really. It really it's is. But then again, that's not something that's that's unheard of, you know. And that's and the problem really is that this is unheard of. The problem really is that this isn't unheard of. This is something. The fact that we have to expect something like this to happen to another person is shocking. It's just nothing short of shocking. And you know, not only are people losing family members. To coronavirus. Coronavirus is a big deal. We have millions of a, a million people. You know how th- hundreds of thousands of people have died in New York in New York alone. Um, we all we have amassed um, over a million deaths this far from coronavirus. People need to start treating this seriously and not go outside. If if they're telling you to stay inside, stay inside unless you are a essential worker shout out to all the essential workers who brave this illness so that we can still function fairly as a society yes indeed you're you're keeping the lights on while we're all away right that's called being strong and brave that's called being strong and brave they're the real heroes here if you if anyone here wants to look at wants to know what a hero looks like Look at your firefighters who are still fighting fires, even though there's a sick, there's a plague out. Look to the the people who keep our electricity running, or keep our water running, or keep the keep the pipe clean. They're real. Look at the surgeons, to the surgeons who are help, who are in hospitals helping people despite everyone, despite the illness that's going around. Those are heroes. Shout out to all the heroes. Agreed. We wouldn't do any. We wouldn't be able to function without any. Without all of you. I'll back. I'm just gonna grab water. Okay.
I'm back. You're back. She's back. Now, we have about four minutes left this topic now. Uh, so, on the topic of our of our unspo- unsung heroes, you, I, you, the the regular citizen cannot understand how important these jobs are. These jobs, like nurses and doctors, are these. These are the jobs that are going to be important for a long time, unless machines take over. You know, but uh, they actually. Funny thing is, medical technology is so well advanced. We now have laser surgery, which is able to do some of the things on a more more precisely than doctors are. Doctors are now assisted by lasers. In, in some surgeries, right? That is a big thing, and we and you know who do you think keeps keeps those those lasers running properly? The technicians, you know. Let's let's shout out to the to the technicians who are actually keeping those things running. Yes, indeed. Bravo, bravo. Because that's that is another important thing, because somebody has to be there to to, to take. To make sure the lasers are doing what they need to do, you know. I know that I know they use that for some artery surgery or vein surgery or that kind of stuff, so they can get the get the mic get to the microscopic level without hurting someone. Which is a bravo to that because yeah. because of the fact that without them. People would, um, millions of people would be dead daily without them. You know, bravo for that. But then let's let's think about this way. You know, is the is the surgeon more important than the than the mailman? Is the mailman more important? Than the politician, they're all still going out because they have to run things. So, in my mind, they are all equally as important. Uh, our next topic, which will be in about a minute. Um, actually, no, we have about five minutes because we we did we had a five minute, you know, inter thing that we're gonna cut. Dude, are you um, I'm getting things mixed? We have five minutes. We have five minutes next um, Now let's let's talk about what this is. How we're gonna end this topic? Last five minutes of this one. Um, you know what would happen? You know if something worth if something worse happened. There's there is a book, uh, a book that was. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now because it's very important to this topic. Um,
This is Awkward Silence. Oh yeah, because I'm actually looking for this book because there was a book that actually predicted coronavirus. The book said, which what the book was called, I'm looking at it right now. This book was called End of Days by the late Sylvia Brown. And in the book, she said that in around 2020, severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost, almost more baffling than the illness itself is the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly, as quickly as it arrived, vanish, or it will suddenly vanish as quick as it arrived, attacking again 10 years later, then disappear completely. Now, on that, what if it disappears completely because of most because most of mankind disappears with it? You know, what if the reason why it disappears again based on this book? is because mankind disappears too. That's something we really should think about because if we were not prepared now, next time it'll be 10 times worse and kill 10 times the amount of people. That's why I said in a previous podcast, a lot of what happens next is reliant on how we handle the coronavirus now. Right. You know, can I say something to this? What? Can I say something uh, about this last part? Yeah. If only there was a way that we could make it disappear by magic. <laughs> magic does not work that way, unfortunately. No, I don't think I don't think you understand. Okay. If only we had the power to legit kill coronavirus <laughs> with those treatments, we can just kill it instantly. Nothing happens in- instantly, Brianna. You know, nothing happens instantly. Um, everything happens in time, in due time. So, you know, we are we are just passengers with time. We we can't we don't decide how fast it runs or slow it runs or you know we don't decide how long it persists. All we decide is what we do. Have you heard the numbers getting even lower and lower? It is. Oh my god! You know, and it's good. That's good because it's starting to dissipate a little bit. You know. You wanna? Did you wanna know? As soon as when this when this virus is over. Rihanna and I are gonna are gonna are gonna do our first live video show. It's gonna be a at your place because in, in, yeah, at my place when this is all done, and it is gonna be called the virus. It's gonna be called Plague Days. The virus is goodbye virus. It's gonna be called Plague Days Goodbye Virus. Legit, I'm gonna bring my guitar, and make it very metal. Yeah. And in 10 years, if this virus really does come back, as, as Sylvia Brown predicted, we will have to do another live, it'll be full, will be fully live video by then, if not posting on YouTube. You know, and we'll be, you know, we'll see what happens, but, you know, don't look to think too much about that, because we need to make sure that we're able to you know get through this first 
let's make that goodbye virus happen. Comment down below what you think of that. Because, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have fun. Has in five minutes already passed? What happened? Has five minutes already passed? Because it's been... Yes, it is five minutes. Okay, our next topic today, uh... You choose a topic, Brianna. About numbers. How it got lower. How the numbers got lower. Let's talk about how numbers got lower. Okay. I'll let Brianna lead on that one. Okay, so it went from 1,000 to legit up to, let's say, 536 um, legit people being quarantined. Bravo to that, Simon. Bravo. Bravo. Yes, fucking bravo. It, let's keep it going. Let's keep it that way. Because more people are being safe now. People are ordering stuff online instead of going out. However, however, uh, all the, however, the experts are also saying, are basically are also saying that, you know, there's going to be a second wave. A second wave? What do you mean? There's gonna be there's gonna be a second worst wave of the virus. It's gonna get worse before it gets better. Oh, speaking of that, there is a new pandemic coming from Japan now. What what pandemic? The wasps, right? Yep. The wasps. It's oh my god, those killer wasps. Dude. The murder hornets. Dude, you do know that's a huge insect that looks like a mosquito, but it's not actually a mosquito. Yeah, we have our top expert on this, um, Coyote Wildlife. Look over, look at his channel. It's called his name is Coyote Wildlife, um, and you know he ha he does these videos where he gets stung. He's you know, you know I, I, he's a brave man, but he's also kind of dumb for doing that all the time. I don't know what kind of harm that those bites could be doing to his, you know, to his skin to his body, but you know. He did it, and he he called. He said that a sting from the murder hornet feels like a bullet being shot. Very true, because he like. Well, no, no, I'm gonna be like, honest. Feels like something on fire. I'm gonna be honest. Here, so the new pandemic from the wasps. If you get stung by the wasps, bro. You're gonna drop dead less than a second, and you will not come back. It's worse than the coronavirus. It is worse than the coronavirus. Did, did you, know, you know what happens? And one comes. That's the ones they saw were just were they. But the good news is they've already began attack tackling the the murder hornets before they get further in. So there's been reports that they've been killing this of it of them. That's very true. Very so, very. You know that that thing might be finished pretty darn pretty soon. Yeah, you know something uh, like that is very easy to kill. We just have to we just have to find our way to do it, which already which is already found. On the topic of numbers. I'm gonna bring up the um, I'm gonna bring up the the coronavirus statistics as of right COVID nineteen information. Do it. The latest update. Um, new cases today 
have gone up 1,506 cases and a total of 183,289 cases. There's there's less cases overall, but there's more cases. There's at least 1,506 cases as um, started just today, uh, two hours ago, uh, in New York. Right. So, but total, um, total cases, which since updated two hours ago, two hours ago, this one was updated and it said that new cases today were 25,621 and uh, with the total amount of cases in New York currently, 1,306, 550. Right. Um, however, however, two hours updated two hours ago, this says that it's been up that it went up one thousand five hundred and six for t- and with the total cases that went up one eighty one hundred eighty three thousand two hundred nine eighty nine. So that's craziness. It's really low. You know, this has been going up steady. However, that went down from a total of cases of four million. 22,769 that went down we had at our peak um, just this at our peak just today it was 4 million we went we went we were at 4 million 22,769 just today and that went down to 183,289 with more with 1,506 added Mm mm-hmm um, according to the FDA, FDA, according to Facebook COVID-19 Info Center, Dr. Anthony Fossey and leaders of the CDC and FDA will undertake quarantine precautions after potential exposure to the virus. Women hit hardest job losses during pandemic. Unemployment in April was three points higher than men. UFC fights marked first major U.S. athletic event to occur in months. That was the official one from Facebook. However, I'm now on the CDC website. Mm. In the total cases currently in the United States uh, are one or according our registered cases, the ones that are reported are 1,274,036 with a and of those, and there have recently been 25,996 new cases just recently. Are added. you kidding me? Of the total deaths, according to the CDC, are 1,557 new deaths out of with the, with the total with uh, added to an earlier total of 77,034. So this is bad. So. So now it's about it is around eight seventy eight thousand deaths. More than seventy eight thousand deaths have been officially reported. Wow. Turn on. Go away. I'm doing a podcast. Go away. Honestly, honestly, she interrupts all the time. 
you know, but yeah, on the numbers, and we're gonna get back into it. But on on the numbers, the uh, on the numbers. Okay. Um, sorry for the interruption, people. We are back, and uh, we're gonna have to rehash some things we said because we gotta cut out all the stuff over there uh, where we were interrupted. Um, okay, so according to the CDC, or according to the Guardian, well, I don't trust the Guardian because it's a oh, it's all it's all in the Guardian. No, we don't want to trust that. According on Friday, May 1st, uh, this was posted on the CDC that the CDC launches National Viral Genomics Consortium to better understand SARS-CoV-2 transmission. Rapid release of open COVID sequence data will help guide COVID-19 public health response, drive innovation, discovery, and advanced understanding of this and future pandemics. CDC has kicked off the SARS-CoV-2 sequencing for public health emergency response epidemiology and surveillance spheres consortium, which will greatly expand the use of whole genome sequencing, WGS, of the COVID-19 virus. This national network of sequencing laboratories will speed the release of SARS-CoV-2 sequence data into the public domain. Spheres will provide constant real-time sequence data to the public health response teams investigating cases and clusters of COVID-19 across the country. It will better help them understand now understand how the virus is spreading, but nationally and in local communities, better data in turn will help public health officials interrupt chains of transmission, prevent new cases of illness, and protect and save lives. The U.S. is the the United States is the world's leader in advanced genome, in advanced genome or advanced rapid genome sequencing. This coordinated, this coordinate this coordinated effort across our public, private, clinical, and academic public health laboratories will, will play a vital role in understanding the transmission, evolution, and treatment of SARS-CoV-2. I am confident that our finest, most skilled minds are working together to help us save lives and tomorrow. Uh, This was said by CDC Director Robert Redfield, MD. Wow. What else do we have for a second? 
Uh, we're this we're gonna we're gonna spend okay for the second topic. Um, we already did the second topic. Okay, so for the third topic, third topic will be coping with isolation while okay. we are suffering from this disease. COVID nineteen has pushed everybody down. Has pushed everybody down. You know, and we need to cope. Everybody needs to cope. So, we've said this before, but the best way to cope in a time where everything seems hopeless you know, do things that you enjoy to do. You're up, Brianna. Well, on top of what you're saying, dude, everyone doesn't really know how to be strong when it comes to isolation of COVID-19. You know? Because honestly, people just... You know, I don't understand why people can't just isolate themselves and spend time with family. That's my question. Because, mm. you know, family is very important. What if they need you for something? What if you're not there to, you know, witness what's going on? Like, what if what if your family members don't want you to miss out uh, on something while there's an isolation of COVID-19? Think about that for a second. Comment, no. down, comment down below in this uh, podcast and tell me what you guys think. You know, comment down below and tell us what you guys think. Definitely. Let's choose a better topic. Let's choose a better topic. This one is too slow. I think there's not much you can say about it, too. So, our actual last topic today or tonight or whatever you, whatever is applicable to you, um, is. Backstabbers in a time in the time of coronavirus. What oh my! Don't even start it. Time of coronavirus. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Backstabbers. We the first backstabber of the day. His name for this purpose will be Golden Pony Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Pony Boy. Golden Pony Boy. What can be said about Golden Pony Boy? What can be said about Golden Pony Boy? Golden Pony Boy. Golden Pony Boy. Let's talk about Let's talk about Golden Pony Boy. You know, the the worst misreader of women that ever existed. Uh oh. 
so kitty kid so this kid thinks that this kid thinks that she he's dating someone but she's told people that that she only sees them as a friend more like a brother more like a brother yeah, he only sees him like a brother. He and he's claims, dating. Like here, uh, he always claims and swears to everyone that him and her are dating. When she told me clearly as well, she's like, Brianna, whatever type, excuse me, whatever Golden says, don't whatever listen. Whatever Golden says is not true. It's it, it's not true. Don't listen to him because I'm not dating him. I don't see him like that. I only see him more like a brother and family. What other infamous backstabbers are there? Oh my, there's a bunch of them. Oh, you know what old Mr. T2 is going to be called? What? Blackie the Stallion. Oh no. We're, we're going to call him Blackie the Stallion. Blackie the Stallion. Blackie the Stallion. I like that one. Yeah. We're gonna call him Blackie the Stallion for the for purposes of this. There is no I in denial. There is no I in denial. You there like is no I in denial. You know, oh, what about Mr. M2? Let's talk about Mr. M2. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna call we're gonna for this purpose. His nickname is going to be Gossip Girl. Okay. Gossip Girl. Because he gossips like hell about people. You know, I might be an asshole sometimes, but I won't deliberately talk the same bad things about people behind their back. You know, which he assures me I'm the asshole because... You know, I didn't cut someone off because of the fact that, like, that I don't agree with how they're, if, of their, with their attitude. You know, you know, I forgive people and I forget people. I forgive and forget with people and, you know, backstabbers don't forgive and forget. You know, that's freaky deaky, man. It really is. What about this backstabber, Asher? Oh, let's talk about him for a second. He ruined my entire relationship with Wolfman. Fuck him. Yo, we'll call him... You know, for the purpose of this one, for this podcast, we're going to be calling, nicknaming this person... Um... Wannabe Wolverine. Wannabe fucking Wolverine. Oh, I'm... Wannabe Wolverine. That's his new nickname for this. Wannabe Wolverine. You know, this kid said a lot of nasty things about me behind my back. So, you know, you have these kinds of people do it all the time, and it makes things worse during coronavirus. You know, when my friend, when my, one of my, you know, 
one of my friends who I considered uh, considered a brother died from a drug overdose. He basically said, "Well, he's one of the lucky ones." How is he lucky because he died from a drug overdose? Like, li- like seriously, that's a little fucked up. It really is, but still, I guess he might have been lucky because he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to like live during coronavirus. I guess people do it that way, you know. But anyway. Now we have about about I'd say ten minutes left because we have to do extra because、uh, we had a interruption before.、Um, so we're gonna wrap up with a fourth with a surprise fourth topic today because we talked about three already. So we're gonna talk about a surprise fourth topic today. That's gonna be、um, what the bigger threats are. Or, or this is going to be a hypothetical conversation. What type of apocalypse is most likely, and why? Okay. Do you remember that in ancient Egypt during Passover, you know, God sent down what was it, eight plague? Yep. Let's 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 hypothesize a little bit. You know, we have another plague. There's there's locusts going crazy in Africa now. You know, that's a plague.、Um, this is a plague. What we're facing right now. This is more than just a disease. This is definitely a big plague. And but we all know that the final plague was death. What could that death look like? Or Mankind, right? We currently have the issues going on with the、uh, with the nuclear arms because we have enough nuclear weapons in this world to destroy our planet ten times over. Oh yeah. That is a seriously fucked up prospect. If you know that we have to consider about that, you know, nuclear a nuclear apocalypse isn't out of the picture, or isn't is or isn't out isn't nuclear apocalypse is a possibility that we have to keep in mind because we have even us having the ability to destroy our planet ten times over is enough to. Cause problems. This enough to, is enough to cause real fear.、Mm-hmm. Let's talk about fall of society for a second. Is that a would that be proper? Let's let's talk about the signs that we are exhibiting. People who are laymen's do not understand that we are experiencing the same symptoms that ancient Rome,、uh, the ancient Rome, experienced. Or exhibited before it fell, before that empire fell. We are we are experiencing the same system, some of the same t- symptoms: social unrest, disease,、um, a party divided. We're seeing those things now, and it's scary. We, you know, civil unrest is scary for anything, but when you put them all together, you realize we are experiencing the same symptoms that ancient Rome experienced before they fell. And ancient, and ancient Greece too. 
pretty much every ancient kingdom, you know, experienced the kind of things we're experiencing now. And we have to realize how we have to consider how long do does our country have? You know, because you have to because ancient Rome had these same symptoms for a hundred years before it fell, or a two, yeah, a hundred years before it fell. And then, you know, we experienced social unrest. The United States had experienced social unrest in the 60s and the 80s. Um, police shootings have, aren't unheard of. Um, people are dying because of massive coronavirus. Right. Corrupt, corrupt politicians are in charge of our country. This all happened in ancient Rome before it fell. So, fall of society is a possibility that we can't ignore. After this is over, let's talk about global warming a little bit. Before you do, global warming. The yeah, the um. Okay, before you do, the polar ice caps are melting. Okay, okay, okay. I'm so sorry, but. Before you start with the topic, hold the thought, but how uh, how many reactions did we get from the last podcast? I didn't see. Okay, anyways, continue. Okay, so global warming is a major possibility. The, um, the polar ice caps are melting and we, it's going to, we're going to be shocked because when it, when they're done melting, because everybody's going to suffer from it, you know? Water will take over mo- uh, most of the coastal cities. Okay. Completely. You know, and that is a very scary prospect, too. Oh, let's yeah. talk about every... Now let's talk, talk about, about for, for the... Uh, let's, uh, let's talk, talk about everyone's apocalypse. favorite apocalypse. apocalypse. Okay. Well, the sure. zombie apocalypse. We've seen... We have seen diseases such as Ebola, where people where the bodies at least have stood up after they died and started walking. We've seen that. People be reanimated by that before. I'm um, in Africa. Uh, coronavirus... Ebola is really not a joke. People think it's a joke. It's not a joke. People think that it's literally just a word that can be used as a joke. Like, come on. You know... And so now we have a disease here which is killing millions of people and that but so when are we going to start getting real about this good question you know you know and I think it's about I think it's a I think it's high time that we that we deal with the problem now before we suffer for it later You know, you know, and you know, uh, once we deal with it, if we deal with it properly now, we won't have to deal with it as hard next time. But by next time, it doesn't look like we're going to be dealing with it any better by next time. And we have to start looking at a real, like, apocalyptic, you know, danger. What the question the the book left it vague. What if the virus did return and kill off a lot of the human population next time? Like, worse than a lot. 
you know, that's something that we seriously need to take into account before we start getting, or before we get, you know, ourselves into an even deeper hole. With that, we will leave this for today, and we will be, we will see if we can have someone else come in to this podcast next week, but for now, or next time we do it, but for now, I am Simon B. Ziff, and this is my co-host. I am Brianna Levinsky, your second co-host of Nocturnal Zone. And we are out. Good night.